It's the blue eyes for me. It's the Ferrari for me. Mm, no. It's the Super Kicks t-shirt for me. Yes, guys, I'm back with some more Super Kicks related stuff. Everyone knows that I love Super Kicks and I only kind of tackle things and I put my, I guess my, oh, this sounds very egotistical of me, but put my name on things that I truly love. Super Kicks is one of those things. We know the people behind Super Kicks and we know they're constantly trying to create new things and new designs and as you can see, as you see on the screen right now, a brand new kind of redesigned, easier to navigate website. And there's some stuff on sale, like some sweatshirts and all of that kind of stuff. Of course, you know, if you use the code Josh00, you can get free shipping. You just got to go to superkicks.com. That's S-P-R-K-I-X.com. You get some free shipping site-wide, completely anywhere in the world. If you want to get some stuff like some, some sweatshirts or a cool gold shirt or just, you know, the what I like to call the traditional Superkick shirt, that that one you see on the screen right now. All different kinds of stuff. Some hoodies and some beanies and some different kinds of wrestler designs and podcasters and all this kind of cool stuff. I love Super Kicks. I'm going to keep talking about Super Kicks because I'm very passionate about things that I put my name against. And, and this is one of those things. It's like, okay, you like me, maybe you'll love Super Kicks. You'll find something you love, feel confident, feel fresh, feel trendy, kind of everything. It just kind of fits with anything. I, I, I'm a believer in to feel confident, you have to look confident. And this is the kind of stuff I feel confident in. It makes me feel confident that I can take on the world. Feel like I, I, I get in with today's society. All that kind of cool stuff. So if you go to superkicks.com, that's S-P-R-K-I-X.com, enter the code Josh00, you get yourself some free shipping. Grab something you love, I know you will, and then people will be saying, it's the Superkicks t-shirt for me. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Are We Recording Yet? Hope everyone is staying safe, doing well. Hope everyone's had a nice Christmas. We're in the new year. We're going into the new year. Crazy. 2020 has been an absolutely batshit crazy year. Uh, personally, I've had the biggest year of my life. And selfishly, I guess, I've had a wonderful year for personal growth. Um, but obviously for all the reasons that everyone knows, um, we're all experiencing the same thing. We're in a pandemic. We've had racial injustice this year. We've had so much just horrible stuff happen this year that is continuing into 2021. This pandemic is not going away. These issues are not going away. Nothing is going away just because the, uh, clocks are changing just because the date is changing just because the year is changing none of it is going away we've got to continue to work together and continue to be better and continue to stay safe listen to health officials and um, try and just tackle everything not just with the pandemic just with life and just with all of these issues that are going on in the world but I mean that's not my place to kind of preach and it's not my kind of place I'm not educated enough um, to kind of preach any of that but uh, we do have a really cool conversation on today's episode the final episode of 2020 with one reese on wrestling reese is a lovely dude we have a lovely long chat this is a very wrestling based conversation if you wouldn't know from his name which is cool i like still talking about wrestling um you heard in my episode last week with mags 
how I feel about everything since these last couple of months have been kind of a whirlwind with wrestling and me. It's been weird. It's been weird. But we do talk about wrestling. We talk about like kind of origin stories and where we kind of discovered wrestling and all of this kind of stuff. But I'll let the conversation speak for itself. Uh, Reese is a really cool dude. If you don't know who Reese is, you will definitely want to follow him after this is happening. I know I've still got Christmas stuff behind me, by the way. You know how you know how it is. Um, <laughs> it's Christmas. It's been Christmas. But I hope everyone did have a safe holidays, whether you celebrate Christmas or or it's just a bit of a time off or not. Um, it is you, but I hope everyone's having a nice rest and getting ready for the new year. I wish everyone a safe 2021. Um, and I hope you enjoy this conversation with one Reese on wrestling. Alrighty, guys, welcome everyone in to Ari Recording Yet. I talked to you guys in my intro about who I have here today. Um, this is actually our first time we're ever chatting. We've chatted on Twitter. How long? I don't know how long for now. It's just one of those Twitter friendships that you're like, I just know this person. I don't really know how. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I was just thinking that that is actually the first time we've ever, you know, really spoken, but it doesn't feel like the first time because uh, what with like Twitch and YouTube and whatnot. So it, yeah. it feels like. Like, you know, it, it doesn't feel like the first time, even though technically, I guess it is. Yeah, te technically. You know, when like, you know, when you meet, I don't know how you are when you meet new people, but I'm kind of like, I don't want to say I'm awkward, but I'm just like, I think I'm just constantly thinking like, okay, you've got to present the best version of yourself. Give everyone a good first impression of how you are. But it's different when you've been talking to someone like, I like stream on Twitch like a few times a week and you always usually pop in and like, hello. And it's like, oh, it's just like normal. And like, even before this recording, there was no like weirdness. Like, Oh, I've never talked to this person. Am I going to be able to maintain a conversation? It's just like, I don't know. We always just talk on Twitter and stuff. So it's, it's not weird. But yeah. I guess there's always that bit of, you know, fear of the unknown and then it's not really unknown. So it's, you know, nothing to be worried about. We're, you know, we're both accepting of each other and how we are. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's that barrier. We're in two different, but it's so weird, like how a lot of people look at Twitter as a bit of like an icky place and it can be kind of shitty at times, but it's like, we're on two very, two different variations of the world. We're in two parts of the world and we're able to just to like, be like, want to record a podcast. And it's like, yeah, we're just, I wouldn't have known that if it wasn't for Twitter. So heads up to you, Twitter, I guess. <laughs> I know people don't like it very much. Um, but by the way, I, it's kind of tradition if you've never been on one of my shows to kind of introduce yourself because I I just feel like the best person to introduce themselves is themselves. So if for anyone that doesn't know who you are, let the people know who you are and then we'll carry on from there. Oh, you're kind of putting me on the spot a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know who I am, my name's Reese. Um, I live in Wales in the UK. Um, massive fan of wrestling. That's, um, you know, kind of how I know Josh. I, uh, you know, I've loved wrestling as long as I can remember, probably about 20 years now. Um, the same. Still, you know, still watch most shows every week, you know, WWE, AEW. I watch Impact when I can, uh, New Japan when I can. Like, there's nothing I don't, really dislike i kind of just like everything um what else to say <laughs> you're um, you're a good content creative i'll i'll put you over for a minute you are a really good content creator and i think like it's so easy to get lost in the shuffle i know that feeling of just like putting out stuff and you're like come on let's i want to get more content out 
And it's just like, I watch your stuff or that you probably see my comments on your YouTube page. And I'm like, I put you on, like, I don't know why, but you're just, your voice is so soothing to me. And it's usually like bedtime. And like, I put yours on, it's just like relaxing. And like, ah, it's kind of like a non-thinking kind of video. It's just like a nice, like battlegrounds playthrough or something like that. So I'm going to put you over. You have great content. <laughs> oh, well, I, I do appreciate that. Cause that's actually something I've not been doing like a great amount of time. That's something... I think towards the start of this year, 2020, I kind of, you know, dipped my toe in it a little. I yep. just started doing a couple of videos and then the videos I started doing at the start, they were awful. I've now like since taken them down mm -hmm. because look, in hindsight, they're so cringe. Um, and then I'd have liked to have done a lot more, but this, this year I've just been so bit like, basically I've been uh, studying a lot this year for a ton of exams. So I've not had as much time to do mm -hmm as much as I want to do. Um, but the past month or so, things have been a bit bit more relaxed. So I've had a lot more time to do that. And I've really tried to step it up because it's honestly, it's been something I've been wanting to do for so long. Yeah, I've just not had enough time to do it. So now that I do have a bit more time, I'm looking to really, you know, really ramp that up, really step that up. Yeah, no, I, I understand that feeling of just being like, I want to do stuff. I don't have the time to do stuff. And then by the time you get to it, it's like out of date or you're like, this person's already done this stuff. And then it's like just the constant kind of cycle. I know that feeling, but um, it's, it's cool to see. I, I love watching, like, I like watching people play games. Um, like, I just like that, but you just bring a certain kind of, at least for me, what I like is that I could, we're both for anyone. So a lot of people won't know New Legacy Inc, but for the people that do know New Legacy Inc, that's the kind of humor that I'm into. And, and Reese has got that in spades. Like, I'm like, okay, I get the vibe here. And I, I guess it's like, we're both fan of CFG streams and we're, we're both, and it's just kind of the, I guess the humor that I can bring into things as well. It's like, we're all in this little bubble and it's like, okay, we're all friends because we all know new legacy Inc. And we're all of this. And you've got that kind of style about you that I just, I love. So more people should well, be fun. watching you. Oh, sorry to get you off there. <laughs> no, um, no, I was just this really because I, I had to make this point. It's really funny that you mentioned New Legacy Inc. Because in terms of streaming on uh, Twitch, especially, it's not something I ever like wanted to do or ever thought yeah. I wanted to do until I saw New Legacy mm -hmm. and was like, oh my god, like I want to be like these guys. Like this mm -hmm. is so this is like the most awesome thing I've ever seen. Like I want to do this. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. Like we we haven't even mentioned that. Like we haven't spoke about that. That wasn't planned. But the fact that no. you just brought that, <laughs> you know, that is crazy. Yeah. I've been watching New Legacy Inc. for like I think about eight nine years. Um, I just randomly discovered them on YouTube one day, and to see their growth and stuff like that in the this amount of time, especially these last couple of years, they've blown up. Like they're playing games with these wrestlers and they're, they've got so many people in their streams all the time. They've got, you know, hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube and like, it's just cool to see them blow up. But that kind of humor is like exactly what I like. And like, I'm the same as you. I was never someone that was like, I want to stream on Twitch until I seen them. And I'm like, they're just dicking around playing wrestling games for the most part. I want to do this. Like, I, I feel like I could do this and just find a group of friends and, just bullshit basically <laughs> and I love that I just love that kind of very casual style that they bring and it's they're my favorite streamers for that well at least in in the sense of like a bigger streamer they're easily my favorite streamers and it's like this is so cool that 
when you find people throughout Twitter that are not only wrestling fans and then they're new legacy fans, you're like, oh, I'm going to be much better friends with these people because they're going to understand references and they're going to understand different things that some people just wouldn't know of unless they watch New Legacy Inc. So I, I'm big into them and that kind of humor. And I, I get that kind of vibe from your videos, not just maybe because you're a fan of them and you probably, I'm the same when I do Twitch streams and make content on YouTube, I kind of not emulate them, but they certainly have an influence on, on what I'm doing and how I kind of present things. So I'm like, oh, I wish I was as cool as these dudes. <laughs> but yeah, I it, think with those guys especially, the, the one thing I really learned was, um, you know, like when people do gaming videos on YouTube or when they game on Twitch, like a lot of people just kind of, um, you know, they game and that's kind of it. Whereas those guys, I, I feel like they could be playing any game at all. Yep. It's not it's not the game that people are there for. It's their funny jokes and whatnot. So that's like, you know, definitely, you know, like a group of guys. I've, I've learned a lot just from watching. Like mm -hmm. they're a big, big inspiration for me. No, I'm the same. They're the kind of people that, like you said, I, they could literally play anything. I remember a video of Johnny playing a Barbie game and I watched that whole thing and I was like, it was the best thing ever. It was like, I was like, yep, I'm here for it. Whatever they play, I'm just, I'm 100% there and I just watch their stuff because it's just so entertaining. But there's certainly an influence on both of us, it seems, from them and how we create content and stuff like that. But um you know, it, it's it's weird how we're in this kind of time of the world. We'll kind of briefly had a little bit of a pre-chat before we come on about how we're in this kind of unprecedented time where it's like, it's kind of once in a lifetime that you'll live through this big pandemic that's going on all around the world. Um, but something, I know a lot of people focus on like the, the shitty times of this pandemic of like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. But it has brought some good to the world, in in my opinion. It's made us realize, or well, at least for me, it's made me realize how spoiled I am as a human being of being able to do things and being able to just go out on a moment's notice and having lots of friends around you and just all these people. Um, it, it, it made me realize that and it's made me kind of appreciate the smaller things and appreciate time to myself and appreciate the fact that I still have a job and appreciate the fact that, you know, all these little things that I'd complain about now that I'm kind of taking it all in, especially what we're six, seven months into this pandemic and it's really not getting any better. It's the world is just kind of crumbling before our eyes to be completely honest. But what's some things you've taken away from the last six months, seven months of this pandemic, uh, pandemic, that's been kind of a good thing out of this to kind of make you realize some stuff uh, instead of focusing on the bad, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess, like you said, like not taking anything for granted. I saw someone posted something on Twitter the other day, which I saw, and it was a photo of um, Pete Dunne, Tyler Bates and uh, Volta all with the UK championship. And it said like, um, you know, each three of these guys have had amazing runs with the UK title. And that kind of got me thinking. And I was thinking, like, I did not realize how spoiled I was before this pandemic hit. But I, I go like to um, like local indie shows in the UK like every single week. And in the yep. UK, it's very much like you have all of those guys on all the shows. Like every so, I'd be I'd be seeing like Pete Dunne, like Mark Andrews, Tyler Bates, like Volta every single week, like live in person. And I don't think like. I think I, I didn't appreciate how big of a star, like how, like what their star power was at the time, like before they 
joined WWE, but now that they've all gone there and they've all fitted in and they don't look out of place. In fact, they're all killing it. But like, and I realized like, oh wow, I didn't realize how spoiled I was to get to see all of those guys like yep. every week. Um, so that's something like, you know, just the little things that you kind of take for granted, just not to take those for granted. Yeah. Like in future, because you never kind of know when that's going to stop. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know because, uh, so this is kind of different for me than it would be for other people because this year, um, so basically, like, I don't know if, if you know this, but like at the moment I'm training to be an accountant. So this year I've had, I've been flat out with exams, um, yeah. pretty much like a, a different exam every month. So I've been studying towards them and that was something that was going on before the pandemic. So before 2020 even started, I'd already resigned to the fact like, look, this isn't going to be a, like as good of a year for me because I'm going to be inside a lot. I'm going to be studying a lot. So I'd kind of already written this year off before it had started yep. because I knew that that was coming. So when this pandemic hit, in a way, I've kind of been lucky because a lot of people, you know, they've had like, you know, like everything, their hobbies, everything they like doing, like kind of taken away from them. But for me, I've kind of just carried on as I had planned because, yeah. uh, you know, I'd already, <laughs> that was already the plan for me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, going forward, like if this pandemic is still about in 2021, which at the moment it looks like it, it doesn't look oh, yeah. like it's going on. Um, yeah, I don't know, I guess like, you know, kind of what we saw at the start as well with all the wrestlers going on to Twitch, I guess, um, you know, when, when stuff does happen in the world that has a big impact, you can like really quickly react and find um you know opportunities as that like that as well like a lot of the wrestlers started um well like Zelina Vega for example like she's now like a really successful Twitch streamer like opportunities like that can present themselves but you didn't even know existed so um yeah and I guess also um yeah, this is also something I've always tried to, to do anyway, but just to like be really nice to people if you can, because um, yep. like 2020 has been such a difficult year for everyone. And, um, you know, you never know what anyone is going through. So just to be like, you know, like back in the day, I probably was a bit more immature and like every now and then I'd get like caught up in like a, you know, some Twitter argument with someone about oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you say like uh, Hulk Hogan's a better wrestler than Ric Flair? That's not true. Like, you know, just like stuff like that, but like it doesn't matter really. <laughs> like just so petty um, little things that you just like this, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, so just you know, just be be awesome to everyone because like this year this year isn't just tough on like it is tough on everyone, so just uh you know, kind of be there and like support everyone in like whatever way you can. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. I am, I, I, it, it's so weird. Like I said, it's so weird to be in this time where everyone is in the world is experiencing pretty much the same thing. We're all experiencing the same issue, which is this COVID-19. And it's just weird. Like you said, I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. So I think we just need to, 
try and get past the fact that this is kind of the normal for now. And instead of fighting against it, we need to just kind of accept what it is, work towards what we have to do as a society to just kind of protect ourselves and protect everybody else and just be a lot nicer to one another. That could be said for a lot of this time because I think the world is so built on a lot of just hate and negativity and even just social media in general, it can be a pretty negative space if you just kind of let it be, but it can be pretty cool and it can be pretty positive if you just surround yourself with the right kind of things and just don't engage with just so much bullshit because there's a lot of it on social media and just in the world. But you are right. We, we all need to focus on being just kinder to one another as, as, as cheesy as it sounds, but we really do. We just need to focus on, on being a little nicer and not we all just assume that everyone's going through the same thing, but it's like, you don't know what that person's day has been like. You don't know, you know, what they're going through personally, emotionally, all this kind of stuff. You don't know. So just, just, just back off from some people and, and whatever it may be. But um, I think that's something that I have certainly in the last few years, like you said, as you get older, you get more mature and you're just like, it's not worth my time for one to engage in this stuff. And also I just want to be a better person in general. So I just want to kind of be nicer to other human beings. Cause that's how I want to be treated. I want to be treated with respect and, and I, I don't want people to be nasty to me. So I'm like, why, you know, give what you get kind of deal. So I'm, um, I'm definitely that kind of person as well. Um, you did mention that you've been a wrestling fan for like 20 years. You said now I'm basically the same about 19, 20 years. I've been watching it before I can even remember, it was just always kind of there. So, um, but I know it's a pretty standard question, but I'm just curious, what is your first really vivid memory of wrestling? Is there a certain match or moment that you're like, I remember watching this as a child? Uh, so uh, this is actually something like I posted yesterday, but um, I don't actually, uh, so let me give you back the backstory. Like back yeah, sure. when I was a kid, I used to play football every week. And we're, we're talking like this UK football now. No, you're crazy. Australian football. Or, <laughs> hey, or hey. That other thing is Americans call football. Yeah, um, not football. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I used to, so my friend used to live next door to where the tra uh, training was. Mm -hmm. So once a week, I'd go over his house after school, but before training and hang out at his for a couple of hours. And then we'd go to training together. Um, so we'd have been probably like, I don't know, seven or eight or something at the time. Um, and he had an older brother and his older brother was big into wrestling. He had a bunch of like, uh, videotapes that had been like a pay-per-views that had been recorded back then. We went through like this phase where WWE was shown on channel four, which is like a channel that everybody has. Yep. Um, free to air. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because yeah. it's normally on Sky Sports, which is like a like a premium subscription yeah. service, like probably like 30 percent of people probably have it. Um, so, yeah, he had like all these tapes and we'd watch them and we play like Smackdown 2 on uh, the PS1. Oh, hell, yeah. Um, hell yeah. So, yeah, I think it was probably the game before the actual wrestling itself. But the, the matches I remember, they're all from like WrestleMania. Uh, they're all from like that 2000, 2001 period, like WrestleMania 16, I think the Hardcore Battle Royal. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Yes. There was a, like a triangle ladder match at WrestleMania 2000, wasn't there? It was like the Hardys, the Dudleys and Edge and Christian, wasn't it? 
Well, that's not the one I remember. The one I remember is from the Rumble 2001. It was Benoit and Jericho, because the reason oh, I remember yeah. that, I knew the walls of Jericho from the video game. Yep. And I saw there's this one really cool spot with it on the ladder, and Jericho does the walls of Jericho, like... On the, on yeah, the, on the, la- the gimmick. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's incredible. And the other one I remember then is... Um, of the actual rumble match itself, I just basically remember the bit where the two cooler in and all the lights go out and they start dancing. Like as a kid, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it's it's weird what you gravitate to and what your kind of mind remembers. Cause I've told this story heaps of times, but my older brother is seven years older than me. So he kind of watched it with my dad. And then, you know, you just want to tag along as a little kid, like, oh, that's your brother, that's your dad. You just want to like hang around them. So I would watch. And then as I started getting older, like, you know, six, seven, when I can actually remember things is when I really remember wrestling. But I always loved gold dust as a kid. That's what my brother told me. He's like, you just loved gold dust. And I'm like, okay. And then, and then everyone knows this story, but my first memory of wrestling that I can remember sitting on the couch and watching is the, the handicap match for the undisputed championship. It was triple H versus Chris Jericho and Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> and that's the first match that I can like visually remember, like sitting on the couch and watching. It's such a weird first match to remember, but it is. So that's like 2002, but I know I was watching since about 2000. Um, I can like kind of remember in parts, like little bits of the invasion but like, it's very like scattered and I can't really like visualize sitting down watching it, but I can kind of remember it in bits. Obviously we both have gone back and watched all of these things and we know that, you know, the ins and outs of everything. But at that time it was very much, I gravitated towards like, as, a, as all kids do, the larger than life characters, it was less about the wrestling and more about like the stuff that isn't the wrestling. And I think I've kind of held on to that for a long time is that I, I'm definitely, I, st- I love wrestling and I love great wrestling, but I, I'm definitely more drawn to like the weddings and like the segments. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm an entertainment junkie for that kind of stuff. Like there's nothing better in the world than a wrestling wedding. Cause even the worst ones are still incredible. They're just, the they're just so <laughs> bizarre. Like they're just so bizarre. As soon as I see a wedding, I'm like, sign me up. I'm watching that. <laughs> I, th- I think the best, like for me, the best wrestling is when you have the mixture of the two because I obviously yeah. been drawn into wrestling through, you know, those crazy wacky characters. I mean, that was around the time like The Rock and Stone Cold were both there as well. So you had like uh, playground arguments like, oh, The Rock is better, no, Stone Cold is better. Um, but then a, a couple of years later then, that's when we hit like, we had the brand split and then like 2003, 2004, like watching SmackDown roundabout then I think that was like a really good um because again like Smackdown was kind of not free to air but like Smackdown was much more accessible in the UK whereas Raw you only got highlights um like watching Smackdown then and that was like when Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar like um like you know around the Smackdown 6 era as well so I think that was like a really good time in wrestling in terms of like the in-ring ability but also um, like also, you know, the storylines, it was still like ruthless aggression. It was kind of like attitude era lights. Like it was, for me, that was the best mix I think of, of the two. Yeah, no, you're, you're definitely right. That kind of, I, I'm the same. That's like the, the perfect recipe is great wrestling with kind of like corny 
really weird segments that you almost can't explain. Like you're like, why is Vince fighting his daughter in an I quit match? I don't know. I don't want to know how to explain it. I just want to love it. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's wrestling is just a really fun thing. Have you ever, I know a lot of people have, and um, I have come across more people that have than haven't, but I've never really like stepped away in the sense of like, stop watching wrestling for a long period of time. Have you ever stepped away and been like, I just don't want to watch this anymore and stepped away for a year or six months or something and then come back? Or have you always just kind of watched it? Um, yeah, no, I have actually. So around about uh, 2005, I'm going to say, I, and I don't remember why this happened. I think, um, I don't know whether because at the time I'd have still been pretty young at the time and it's hard to remember. I don't know whether I just, you know, got fed up of it and stopped watching or whether there was some other reason. I know like my uh, parents like absolutely did not approve of wrestling at all. So anytime they ever saw me watching it, they like, would try and turn the TV off. Um, like, my parents didn't give a shit by the way. They were like, watch what you want, you're quiet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the one thing I do remember is playing um, SmackDown vs. Raw 2006 and there being a guy called Mohammed Hassan in there. Mm -hmm. And back, I'd gone back, I'd started watching again in 2006, but I had no idea who this guy was. So I missed completely like that run. So I must have stopped watching before that happened, restarted again after. But that was only a little break. I think the biggest break for me was kind of, and I get confused when this was because I, I swear I wasn't watching the whole time because I barely remember anything from it. But then sometimes I'll see a clip of something that happened and I'll be like, oh no, I do remember seeing that. It's kind of like from 2009, 2010 until about 2015. Okay. A lot of people um, drop out in that time, by the way. The amount of people I've talked to have been like, I kind of just stopped here and then come back in a little later. Was that just that I... I don't hate that time in wrestling, but there's not really many things other from like, than like the, the obvious CM Punk stuff. There's not really a lot that happened in that time in the sense of like big stuff. Yeah, I think there's probably a combination of that, but then also I, I would have just become, you know, I'd have just turned 18. So I'd have been yep. able to like go out and drink and yep. I could drive and I, you know, I went off to- You could live your life. You could live your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, like I moved away from home and like went to university to study and, you know, it's just like probably so much going on at that time in my life that just, yeah, just kind of forgot didn't about wrestling. Time. Yeah, didn't have any time to watch it. You were just too busy doing other things. I totally understand that. Um, it, it's It's weird. I've never really taken like a long extended break away from wrestling. There was a brief time in like 2006 where I moved to another place when my parents got divorced, where I moved with my dad for a little while, but that was only for about three or four months. And then I was back. So like, that's the only like kind of break I've, I've taken. And, but like, it's not like I didn't just immediately catch up and it wasn't by choice. It was by simply that I didn't have access to pay television. So I couldn't, I couldn't watch wrestling because it was all like, like with Sky Sports here, it's on a thing called Fox 8 over here and we have to pay for that. Um, so, and you know, the internet wasn't a thing in 2006 in a big deal of like, it's easy to find and you know what I mean? So it's, that's the only kind of break I've ever taken, but I mean, I've never, I've never, there's not been a time that I can recall until like recently for other reasons that I haven't like not loved it in some aspect. There's always been like an interest in some part of me, even if I'm not 
giving it like my undivided attention. There's always been a part of me that's like, I guess probably a little bit is FOMO of like missing out on something that's going on. And just in case it is good, but it's always been an interest of mine to be like, I've got to keep up with this because I want to know what's happening. And like, I'm genuinely interested in it. The last, I mean, this past six or seven months in wrestling has been really, really unfortunate with speaking out. And then on top of that COVID's happening and it's not really like the best product to watch at the moment. Cause it's not fans in like a, you know, a packed arena that as much as you want to like, you know, AEW are doing like some things with small, but it doesn't sound the same. It doesn't look the same. The Thunderdome looks great, but it doesn't sound very good. And it nothing beats that packed arena feeling when you get when there's lots of fans in a place. Like that's something I took for granted as well. I'd always complain that the fans aren't loud enough. The fans aren't this. It's like, well, I just wish they were there at this stage. I, I can't really think of anything that I want more in wrestling, but you know, and speaking out and everything like that has been so just, lack of a better term just so depressing and so just dark in this time and it's just like morally wrestling is a bit at the moment but I mean I still love the in-ring product so there's never been a time where I haven't loved what's going on on the television screen like in a in a sense like there's been times where it's been kind of shitty throughout the whole industry but I mean there's not a time where I'm not interested in knowing what's happening so um but you did mention the the kind of you mentioned Smackdown 2 the game but wrestling games is more so probably in a lot than than wrestling on the television has always been a part of my life like it's always just been like the ultimate comfort for me is just to throw on a wrestling game it's the only games that I'm like genuinely like confident that I'm really good at like I'm just like yep I know wrestling games because I've spent that many hours on all of these things you mentioned Smackdown 2 is that the first kind of game you played wrestling wise yeah I think it was um Smackdown 2 yeah I mean to be fair I think that's probably the first wrestling game that I which is certainly the first one I played yeah I think it's probably the first one I had as well um yeah like I'd have to say that was the first. Um, yeah, I don't think there were many more before. But, um, yeah, no, but, okay, that was definitely the first. I was just thinking what else there was, but then there were, um, was it like Attitude and Warzone? And I, I yeah. still never even played any of those games. They're hard. They're, not- they're so hard. <laughs> <laughs> they're okay, but like Warzone is the first one I can remember playing because my brother had it and still to this day, I can't, I just don't know what I'm doing. It's all like combos and like stuff that is very difficult. And like, it's just, it's kind of miserable because you just don't know what you're doing. But the first one I can really remember playing like is the original SmackDown and then SmackDown 2. Um, I played SmackDown 2 on stream a couple of weeks ago and I've forgotten a lot about it. And like the fact that you're in a rumble and every time someone comes out, it pauses to load. Like you're like, oh man, like we've come a long way in games. Just, just that little thing to take for granted and stuff like that. But um, do you, another standard question, but do you have a favorite wrestling game? Um, so favorite wrestling game, I will say, let me have a think about this. I say SmackDown versus Raw, two thousand and six. My dude, um, I that's think a good that's fucking probably, game. Probably the one I, you know, put the most time in. The one where you know I could tell you all the storyline. Well, I used to be able to say all the storylines and what happened, but actually, I was playing one not too long ago, and I couldn't really remember 
some of what happened. So which probably means well, it's, it's so obscure, it. aren't they? You're like, whoa, this, yeah. this is wild. Um I think like in terms of how wild they were, I think they said like 2007 was completely like 2006 was the right kind of mix of like being wacky and being realistic. Yep. 2007 just jumped the shark completely and they were like was that the one where like the undertaker was like started floating around or something like yeah and is, like, like you could, and there was the wand of candace michelle and she she zapped yeah. someone you turned into a woman or something like that from memory like there was something to do with magic with candace michelle and i i i, I couldn't um, tell you I'm, why that happened yeah forget which game this oh it was also the boogeyman didn't he have like a magic staff or something was that in like, was that in that? I don't, I remember it, but I don't know which game it was from, but some of the stuff in there was so freaking wild. <laughs> One of my favorite ones was when, um, I don't remember, I think that I'm pretty sure this was 2006. There was like a ladder match for the title. Um, so you have to like climb up a ladder to, well, obviously it's a ladder match, that's how it works, but you have to like climb up. Hey, Yuri, can you explain to us what a ladder match is? <laughs> and then it, then it, as you're about to grab the title, it cuts to a cut scene where I think it's like Trish Stratus runs in and pushes you off a ladder and climbs up and gets the title herself. So like Trish Stratus is like the WWE champion. What? I don't even remember that. That is wild. <laughs> and it's just like, I always like playing the games because like, I, I don't like wrestling because it's realistic. Like it's clearly not realistic. Like, have you seen no. it? But we believe in a dead man. <laughs> It's like, because it's so wacky and these wacky things that could never happen in real life are allowed to happen in the world of wrestling. And like the wrestling video games take that a step further with like these absolutely ridiculous storylines, but they're just so fun to play. Yeah, wrestling games and, and wrestling in general is a pretty, it's silly. But I mean that in a very endearing way, but wrestling is like inherently stupid. And like we oh, believe yeah. in a lot of stuff that's like just not realistic. I don't like. I again, I'm not that person that like wrestling's fake. Like, okay, to a sense, you yes, you're probably correct. But like, there's stuff that happens that's really involved. But it's it's silly. Wrestling is very stupid. I love it to be, but it's silly. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that is very unbelievable in wrestling. I mean, wrestling games just turn it up to the to to 100. But I mean, there is a lot of stuff in wrestling that's just completely dumb and you're like a, a non-wrestling fan watches it and you're like explain this and i'm like i'm sorry i can't explain this just love it as much as i do that's basically what i'm like with wrestling with people that would that don't watch wrestling were you a, a person i know like there were some people that were closeted wrestling fans when they were kids because i mean when i was i never really watched the attitude era as you said you you, you know you were kind of dipping in in like the latter part of the attitude era when wrestling was quote unquote cool. When I was growing up, going to school, wrestling wasn't really cool anymore. So were you a closeted wrestling fan that'd be like, I'm not going to tell anyone I'm a wrestling fan unless they kind of come to me. And then it's like, okay, I'm a wrestling fan too. And then you could be, become best friends. Or was it, you were kind of just like, oh, I watch wrestling. I don't really care what you think. <laughs> um, I guess it's probably the first one you said, but um, I guess because it wasn't something that was cool. And it wasn't so much me not wanting to be cool. It was more just no one else I knew liked it. So yeah. it was kind of pointless me, like, you know, talking about it because like no one else cares. But, Everybody's like, um, shut up. 
<laughs> yeah, but there were like, you know, thinking back, there were a couple of kids in school that, um, you know, would watch WWE like kind of casually, like not so like, um, for example, I remember, I think when Eddie Guerrero died, I think I found that out because one of the kids in school told me like before, mm-hmm. um, I think like th- this was kind of like, you know, we had internet, but we didn't really have proper internet. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so like, I think he'd seen it on like Raw or or something like before, but like, um, so yeah, there, there were like kind of other kids that, you know, kind of watched casually, but I, I knew from like a very early age that I was like a huge fan. Randomly enough as well, and this was this was something I remembered about yesterday. There was a little group of, of guys that like the TNA fans. Oh yeah, <laughs> was, hell yeah. That is so so bonkers to think that that was even a thing, like a group of maybe like three or four guys in the school that were like the TNA kids. Yeah. Um, and TNA was something they had, it was more accessible to more fans in the UK because of the channel it was on, just more people had it. It was on a better, you know, time zone. So even though it wasn't, yep. I think like anywhere near as popular in the US, like in the UK, I think at one point, more people in the UK were watching TNA than they were WWE. I remember um, that being a thing. I remember that being like, TNA was more popular in the UK than WWE was at the time, which is pretty crazy when you think about the outreach and the the experience, I guess, that WWE has. Like for TNA to be more popular in one part of the world is pretty wild. But um, I guess I've kind of sidetracked away from your original you know, question. Um, sidetrack away. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's it's not something I ever like, you know, spoke a lot about um, you know, like publicly because uh, less because I cared what other people thought and more just kind of like I you know no one <laughs> if I were to speak about it like no one would really listen because like no one really likes wrestling um so that's something like when when I found like the internet wrestling community that um you know I, I thought initially that was really cool because you could kind of speak to a bunch of people who liked the same things you like mm-hmm. um yeah, and, you know, you could, like, talk about things that you could never before. So, in a way, yeah, that's really cool. But then also, there's a big downside to that as well. Like, a lot of people just, like, you know, kind of love being... A lot of people, like, seem to, like, love being um, really negative about things. But mm-hmm. I kind of... Like, my view on it is, like, if I'm kind of spending my time on this... Like, if I'm... You only have, like, so many hours in a day. You only have so many, like hours free to use in the week and if you're using that on something you want to be able to enjoy it and you want to you don't want to be like negative about it because if you are then you probably just like stop watching like if you're you're focusing a lot of yeah focusing a lot of negative energy on something that at the end of the day if you don't want to watch it no one's really forcing you to watch it you're you're putting a lot of it's on you too. Like you're carrying that energy of being like, I, the person that hates everything. And it's like, I couldn't imagine doing that. Like I love, I I welcome all wrestling, whatever kind of grabs my attention I'm here for. Like, yep, I'll I'll watch it. But you're the same. You said you watch kind of everything as much as you can. So it's like, if I don't like something, A, I don't really comment on it that much because what's the point of commenting on something? It's just like, let people enjoy what they enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, let's not worry about 
the stuff we just have to shit on all the time. You know what I mean? Like people just exactly, leave. Yeah, it's, it's not, you know, it's not NXT versus AEW. It's wrestling fans against it. Like it should be wrestling fans against everything that isn't wrestling, you know? Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. Like I, I, like I'm not a big AEW supporter, uh, not supporter. I'm a big supporter of them, but I'm not someone that like, at, like frequently watches AEW. I dip in here and there and I like pay attention to like the people that I like. And that's just purely because there's so much wrestling on in a week that I'm like, I just can't, I don't have enough time to watch everything. So I don't want to like dabble in it too much and then want to watch that and have to give up something else. Cause I just don't have enough time in the week to watch everything that's going on. But I don't understand like how I watch NXT pretty much every week live. And I'm like, I'm not going around and being like, I watch NXT. So that means this person, you can't watch AEW. AEW is trash. It's like, no, AEW is fantastic, but I just want to watch this, but I'm going to allow myself to support wrestling in, in a whole, because we want both shows to do well, by the way, people, because it just makes the other one better anyway. If you really want to be that competitive with AEW versus NXT, you want both shows to be fantastic, which we're getting on a weekly basis from both things anyway. So I don't know why people are complaining one's better than the other. It's like, they're both really good shows. Like I can't remember the last time I watched, even when I've dipped in and watched Dynamite here and there, I watched an episode of Dynamite a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, this was a really good show. NXT the same time I watched it at the same time like that was a really good show like I just I, I don't really remember too many times where I've been like terrible that was such bad wrestling on a Wednesday night it's like no I'm enjoying all of it every single week because we're just in we're spoiled again we're spoiled people and I think people are just like don't realize what they have until it eventually won't be there anymore and people will be like oh remember when they were Wednesday night and they were both on at the same time it's like yeah well you took it for granted <laughs> and now it probably might not be a thing or whatever in a couple of years time if they you know who knows what will happen with wrestling but um before we kind of wrap things up um for some reason I said this to you in our little chat before we started recording that I I, I don't know why I get this vibe off of you you seem like a bit of a music junkie you seem like someone that just appreciates music and I don't know why I could be completely wrong. And I could be just completely shooting a shot here. That's like, you're like, nah, I don't really care about music that much, but um, I don't know if you're like me. I, I've, I've, I'm very vocal about music on Twitter and on social media, just how it can enhance the situation. Are you a music person? Do, are you someone that loves music? Um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd say I love music. Like, obviously it's, it's difficult to explain because people like I've not ever met anyone who says like they doesn't they don't like music. Like met one I think person. It's one of the things, like, I met one person. It was the weirdest conversation. I was like, I they're like, I don't even have a Spotify account. And, and I was like, how do you how do you know? They're like, I couldn't think of anything more boring than just sit around and listen to music. I'm like, whoa, I don't know how this um, is gonna go. <laughs> but yeah, like kind of speaking to other people, like I do kind of you know realize. I think maybe I am a bit more into music than a lot of other people who, like, I, I talk to. Um, like, my favourite band of all time, uh, Blink-182. I don't know, like, if, if that's kind of acceptable now, if that's kind of pushing uh, guilty pleasure territory these days. I don't know. Some bands um, are like that now, aren't they? They're like People are like, oh, they used to be cool, but they're not anymore. It's like, I don't know what is and what isn't anymore. <laughs> And um, yeah, just always loved like pop punk music. Like yeah. the first time I heard, like I had an older brother who was like 10 years older 
and I used to sneak into his bedroom and listen to his, uh, he had like a big CD collection, so I'd like listen to his CDs. And I remember putting in like a Blink-182 album and I kind of heard of Blink-182 because I think we'd got a bunch of music channels a couple of weeks earlier and we had this channel called, I don't know if you have it in Australia, called Kerrang. No, we don't, but I can kind of get the gist of what it would be. It's, yeah, it's basically like a bunch of rock music. So they have like Blink-182, The Offspring, Green Day, that kind of stuff. And that's all, um, you know, kind of stuff I enjoyed. And that's, you know, the kind of stuff I still do enjoy, but I'm not, um, I'm not limited to that. Like I went through a big hip hop phase. So like I love a bunch of rap music. Um, like there was that time kind of in the 2000s when R&B was the big thing. So there's a bunch yeah. of like R&B players that I, uh, like um, Nelly, I'm still like a big fan of. Um, yeah, I just think like in general, like music, I think is like an amazing thing. Like really if is. wrestling didn't exist, I'd probably just be going to music shows like every week instead. And to be fair, I do try and go to as many music shows as I can. I've got a few booked in for next year, which I'm hoping go ahead, but... Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll see. Yeah, it's like, oh, you don't want to get your hopes up, do you? Because you're like, ah, oh, well, that that's not going to happen anymore. But um, I'm just saying, music is something that's so special and it can like, there's nothing better to me than like just, even just for background noise. Like it's just so, it's so weird to me. Like, you know, when you're just doing something and you're like, it's silence and you're like, I just got to put on music. I don't really care what it is. I just got to put on music just... So there's something going on in the background while I'm doing something else. Like I'm that person that's like, music is always on as much as it can be. If I'm not watching television, music's usually on. Like I'm, I'm just that kind of person. And I'm a very eclectic, like I listen to kind of a very wide, wide, wide range of genres, which you probably know from my social media is I just listen to a little bit of everything. But I just am that kind of person that's just like, I don't like to be like, you know, when people are like, I only listen to heavy metal. And it's like, why are you limiting yourself? What Do what you want. Like, listen to what you want to listen to. But like, why are you just being like, I'll never listen to anything else. It's like, I don't know. I just, whatever sounds good to me is like, cool. Like, I'll listen to it. I don't really care what genre of music it is. But I know, I know like growing up, it was just whatever was on the radio. You know what I mean? Like you just, that's what was on the radio. So that's what I listened to, but it's cool when you discover yourself, like in your like teens and then into your early twenties and that, and you're like, Oh, I actually do have a flavor that I kind of prefer. And like, you find all these deep parts of things and you're like, wow, this is really cool to kind of be like, this is my little collection of what I like. And people start to associate you with that. And I'm like, I don't know. There's just something about that, that I just really love, but Music is just so, it, it's, it's weird how you can, you know, you feel one kind of mood and you put music on, it can change your mood. It can make you feel things that, you know, I don't know, television movies don't make me feel that way as much as, as music does. I'm definitely more of a music person than a movie junkie, for example. I'm not a big movie guy. Like I find movies kind of boring. <laughs> I like television, but a movie's just kind of outside of the very select series of movies that I watch. I don't know. Movies have never been someone like, like lots of people ask me, have you seen this movie? And I'll usually be like, 
no. If it's not like a Pixar movie or Star Wars, I probably haven't seen it. Like, unless it's Mean Girls. Like, that's the only movie that I can really recite. <laughs> like, is but, Mean Girls. Yeah, that's a great movie, though, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? I've, I haven't really never really come across a person that dislikes Mean Girls. I don't know how you could. It's just what I, I grew well, up with. That. Some types of people, you know, people that like it and people that have never seen it. That's true. That's true. But movies have just never been something that has just been, I don't know, that interesting to me. I'm not saying they're bad because it's great movies. It's just not something I do to relax. You know what I mean? Like movies aren't really something that I really do to relax. Um, one more question before we wrap things up, because television is also like a very big thing of mine in terms of like the stuff that I like, I really love. And then I just don't care about anything else. Are you an office fan? Um, if we're talking like the original, like the UK office, I think is um, like hilarious, but I think like it's so British and I feel like a lot of the jokes like won't make, like to be fair, they don't really make sense anyway, but that's, it's there's <laughs> like a British humor that I think you kind of have to be British to get in that you I can understand the British office like I get it because I grew up a lot of British television was on in this country I don't know how it is for you guys if you get Australian television over there but some some people from the UK oh, tell yeah. me that you neighbors. do get oh my god neighbors oh my god I grew up watching <laughs> neighbors that's what you watched with that's what mum wanted to watch so weirdly enough like channel 10 was the channel that neighbors aired on here um, and it used to be at six o'clock, the Simpsons was on. So everyone would sit down and eat dinner and have to watch the Simpsons. And then at six 30 neighbors would come on in the same channel. And mom made us watch neighbors because she would have to watch the Simpsons. So we would have to watch neighbors. So every night from six till seven, they were the two shows you watched. So I grew up on, on neighbors, but, um, it is weird. A lot of, I watched the UK office after I watched the U S office, because I just think out of curiosity, I was like, okay, what's the UK office like and how much did they really take from the UK office into the US office? Um, I didn't dislike it, but I just love the US office a lot more. Um, it wasn't something that I, I genuinely was like, okay, this is funny. I don't dislike it. It's just, yeah, maybe because I watched the US office first. I don't really know, but I didn't watch the office until this year and I was really late to the, the party on the office, but the office well, and I mean, Parks and Rec are the two of my, my favorite shows ever. <laughs> So P Parks and Rec is a good show. That's something I've not seen until um, this year, actually. So I'm still kind of, I don't know where I am, actually. Probably in like season two or season three, like kind of yep. towards the start anyway. But I yeah. think that's, that's a good show. Um, the American Office, then I think I probably like just haven't seen enough. I won't say like I dislike it. I, I just haven't seen enough of it. I yeah. think like I've seen a couple of episodes and I thought like, oh yeah, this is... Um, you know, this is kind of funny, but I, you know, I'm, I'm not just a big TV person. Like yeah, I just, yeah, I, I guess I watch so much wrestling. I just like, you watch wrestling and listen to music, kind of, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> which, is, which is a good combo to be honest. Um, well, I won't keep you too much longer and this has been a really fun chat. It really has been. Um, it's, it's cool when you can just kind of chat with someone with no kind of plan and like we said, we haven't chat before in, in this kind of sense, other than on Twitter and stuff like that and on Twitch. And also big shout out to you because you always pop up on my Twitch streams and you're like, hello, and you stay for a little while and vibe. And I just appreciate that when someone always pops in. So thank you for that. And also, um, yeah, it's just been a really fun chat. So I, I appreciate your time. 
Um, but uh, floor is yours. Where can people find you on social media? If you want to promote anything, it's the, the floor is yours. Um, yeah, no, just uh, like, first of all, like, thank you for having me on. Like I know the, the first two episodes of this that have gone up, you've had uh, Spencer Love and you've had the Queen. So you um, you know, some great company to be involved with there. Like, um, yeah, thanks very much for getting me involved no in this. It's been a lot of fun. Um, in terms of where people can find me, um, the two kind of things I'd kind of push at the moment are my YouTube channel and my Twitch stream. They're both um, Reese on Wrestling. That's like Reese spelled R-H-Y-S. Um, Which so I got right for the first time. And you were like, you said my name right. I'm like, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> Do you know, it's, it's crazy because... Um, Australians seem to get it because a DJ always gets it and so does uh, Chance. Mm -hmm. But then any Americans <laughs> just like absolutely butcher it, <laughs> which is which is fine, by the way. Like, I, I don't, I'm so used to it. Like, it doesn't, yeah. But um, yeah, no, head on over to there. Like, in the next couple of months, I'm really hoping to like put the output up there, like, really trying to improve um everything guys it's all like wrestling related content so if you're a fan of wrestling like you know, head on over um and yeah so i'll throw it back to you now <laughs> yeah so if anything from this conversation you take from from anything from this go and watch Reese's stuff because it is really good stuff if you if you are someone that has liked my stuff with when it comes to like youtube content gaming wise twitch stuff you'll like this dude so if i can do anything Go and watch his stuff because it is really good. I'll, of course, put his links in the description below if you're watching here on YouTube and on the podcast version as well. So I'll put your links in the de in the description so people can go in and, 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 and love your stuff as, as much as I do. Because I'm not just saying that because you are here, but you do make good content. And I'm like, ah, oh, just do more. Like, I just want more, more, more. So I'm just like, I'm always just like, come on, upload, 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 because I want watch more shit selfishly <laughs> um so it's been a blast dude thank you again for coming on and um yeah I'll, i guess i'll talk to the rest of you in my outro but round of applause for one reese for being here so thank you my dude reese is a cool dude reese is a that was the first time we've ever chat i believe i said that in that chat but that was the first time we've ever had the opportunity to speak other than through social media dms and, and just on social media in general so Really cool, dude. I hope you enjoyed that chat. Make sure you go and give Reese a follow um, everywhere. His links are in the description below for his Twitter. And of course, my links for everything that I do is in the description below. I um, hope you really did enjoy the chat. Continue to leave a comment below if you're liking this show because that's the best way to know if I'm doing a good job, if this show is something of interest, if this show is something to continue to um, put my time and effort into, is if you guys let me know whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, if you're using that. Um, here on YouTube, leave a comment below. Um, if you're listening to the audio feed, I love you very much and thank you for that. Do, of course, invite you to check out the video version here on YouTube. Um, make sure you leave a, lum a, a thumbs up. Hey, guys, let's let's try that again. Make sure you leave a thumbs up. That's the um, another way to kind of gauge the interest in this. Um, I've been having so much fun with this show and just in terms of while it's definitely again not about numbers i've had this conversation many times it is nice to see numbers for this kind of show and be like okay this is doing bigger numbers than any of my wrestling shows ever did so um i hope you continue to in enjoy this show as we head into 2021 um it's 
it's a lot of fun. I like doing this. If you want to be a part of this show, send me a DM on Twitter. That's the best way to do it, at Josh Robinson double zero. Um, of course, I'm going to be sending out DMs as well um, as I kind of record in blocks. So you'll know when I when I, when I I want you on this show or if you've DM me, we're going to set up a time to do it as we head into the new year. Of course, the main place I like to promote is my Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Josh Robinson double zero. I hang out four to five times a week with a semi-focus on professional wrestling, but I've been doing all kinds of playthroughs. You've seen me over the last few weeks play some GTA 4. I plan on playing through a bunch of GTAs, some Red Dead Redemption. I've got some Life is Strange happening very soon, some more horror games because I know that's what you want you want me to be scared and I'm terrible at those games, but hey, if it's what the people want, it's what the people will get. <laughs> Some bullshit like that. Anyway, uh, all my links, of course, are in the description below. Um, thank you for all the love. I wish you a very, very safe New Year's heading into 2021. And let's, let's, let's kick 2021's ass instead of letting 2021 kick our ass, hey? Like 2020 did to us. So onwards and upwards, everybody. Um, stay safe, stay inside, wear a fucking mask. That's probably the best way I can end this podcast. Wear a fucking mask. All right. Other than that, I love you all very much, and I'll see you next Monday for some more Are We Recording Yet?